0: We get to close up shop a touch early tonight because the Royals are in New York to take on the Yankees. 5-30 coverage, 6:10 for the first pitch tonight. Also at 6, purple and black in action against Team Arkansas at the tournament, the basketball tournament. Very nice. In Wichita. Uh, starting lineup already set. It'll be Stokes, Foster, Addison, DJ, and Gibson going for Purple and black tonight.
1: I like the two bigs together, you know, starting. And they tore it up. They tore it up yesterday. They took
0: full advantage. Uh, Top reboundings was eight apiece last night. Which, again, we talked about it in the uh, last hour. Uh, You know, the guys, STL, duck guys, just couldn't hit a shot last night. And part of that was by going with double bigs, I think it, it helped also keep them kind of off balance.
1: Right. And then when every, when you're settling for jump shots, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: Troy and Dave G with you. Mitch has ducked out. He's going to pretty himself up for uh, heading down to the No Stone Unturned Foundation Gala taking place tonight. Uh, I'll be ducking out of here at 530 to uh, be a part of that this evening as well. I'll just, you know, find my spot to hide back in the back of the room by the camera and the sound equipment and, you know, do my thing. Right so, uh, on. Royals, as we noted tonight to take on the Yankees, I saw the note yesterday and it absolutely broke my heart. 70th loss at the earliest point ever in franchise history. No
1: way. Oh, man.
0: Do you even bother trying to pay attention at this point? No. No. I mean, I realize with a two-year-old and a newish-born, Yeah, that your TV has other things that are on it in most cases.
1: It, it does. And, you know, it's funny that you say that because I am someone, if I do care, I'll make the time to watch it. Um, but what they've done with the negotiations, I know it's not just the Royals, but their part in it, um, not getting that done really frustrates me. And this is two years now. And then just, yeah, why would I go out of my way to pay for something when it's that bad, the product is that bad? And, I mean, the other day when we talked to Mason on the phone, he really broke it down, like, in super simple terms. But, um, like, the year-oldest Chapman trade, (laughs) we got
0: nothing. Nothing. Yeah. An Orioles fan account today pointed out, on Twitter, and it's painful, that you've had a team that has had three consecutive drafts before this one where they had competitive balance picks, where it's bonus picks because they're trying to help you be competitive. Do you know how many players in Baseball America's top 100 in the minor leagues that the Royals have? None. 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 That's
1: brutal, man. You know, and it's like, it's one thing you look at, like, the Braves. They've done so much trading over the last couple of years. Of course, their, their minor leagues are going to stink because they've traded yes, everybody. Yes, yes.
0: And you expect that the Yankees' farm system is always going to be problematic. Right. Because they tend to unload for big names late in seasons where they're competitive. Right. Where they actually succeeded at overhauling and becoming the Yankees of the 2000s was what they did in the 90s. Brian Cashman doing the yeoman's work at that time of reestablishing the farm system because it had fallen apart completely under George Steinbrenner's final tenure as owner. Because if his intent at that time was make a run, make a run, make a run, always every year make a run. Yep. The Yankees are in the position that the Royals are in for the Yankees to be in last in their division this late in a season is the first time since
1: 1990.
0: Mm. See, I relished the late '80s in the aspect <laughs> that at least the Yankees were right there with the Royals and that they sucked just they as bad
1: Bad right before that resurgence they were. Bad.
0: they were awful, mm-hmm. they were awful, and I loved every moment of yeah, that yeah, but the fact of the matter is right now that they're in a division where everybody's good,
1: everybody.
0: How about Baltimore turning it around the way they have?
1: yeah, you know, and it's <clears> just <throat> funny, like they played the Royals, you know, in the playoffs when the Royals were on their run, and then they had a few. Dark years. I mean, really dark. Mm -hmm. But here they are. Yes. Back, bounced back. You know, they've got their catcher for the next 50 years, you know, and they have a farm system to be, I mean, really envied. And it's just like, what happened, man?
0: I still question, and we're about at a year where it occurred. I still question the logic behind. Making the move to keep J.J. Piccolo and make him the general manager when Dayton Moore was ousted. Oof. Because he was Dayton's right-hand man. The farm system explains why exactly it did not work. Oh man! And yes, I know, it, it's only been a year. It's been a year, but... He was Dayton Moore's right-hand man. So it's been it's, more than- it's, Yes, exactly. Exactly. It wasn't a good idea. And yet, somehow, along the way, it got sold as being, oh, well, this will be beneficial. J.J.'s a different guy than Dayton. Really? Have you seen what the draft outcome was? Drafting guys higher than what? They should have been by large margins, so just so that you can pay on the cheap.
1: Ugh. Ugh. How? How? How does it get this bad? How, how does this happen?
0: That's the part of it that frustrates me the absolute most. I grew up when this franchise was the shining gem Of expansion from 1969. Mm -hmm. I grew up when this was a franchise that almost immediately, yeah, okay, first year they were not competitive, second year you saw the development going, but by the time that they moved into Royal Stadium in 1973, they were becoming a force to be reckoned with in the division and by 76 7 years in to being a franchise they're in the mix for an AL title <laughs> think about that so with
1: studs that, too
0: it was studs, studs. with studs 83 was okay. You know, you had all of the off-field in 83. 84 still made the playoffs, lost to Detroit in the ALCS. But it set the stage for 85. 16 years into the franchise history, a World Series title in their second appearance. Mm-hmm.
1: Now, oh,
0: it—I do not get it. Me either. I just don't. I, I mocked them in the—I mocked them in the late nineties, uh, early nineties when I was in school here. When John Shoreholtz left, they hired Herc Robinson, a guy who is better at selling tickets than he ever was as general manager of a franchise. <laughs> Failed immensely in that role. And the team has never been the same since. Because during that time frame, then we lost Ewing Kaufman. You had the setup in the late 80s where you had a succession plan in place. Avron Fogelman was to be the guy. Remember, real estate guy from Memphis? Yeah, that disappeared when uh, Fogelman had his real estate investments go belly up. <laughs> what happened? Where did this go wrong? I mean, it, it, it's like right there is is the jinx point. Yeah. Dick Hauser comes down with cancer and Averin Fogelman can't pay his bills. After you've won a World Series title. Oh, and you've got one of the most exciting players in baseball at the time, <laughs> yeah. by the name of Bo Jackson.
1: How they ever let that guy get out of town? I mean, well, I know the injury was—I uh, mean, a huge, huge thing. But man, that's a cornerstone kind of guy, you know. The
0: the fact that he ever played again is still a miracle yeah, in many ways. Really,
1: really, yeah.
0: But the frustrating part about it is. For all of your work to try to keep him as a baseball guy, it still didn't pan out. And Bo is Bo. Sure. Bo is Bo. He's stubborn. You weren't going to get him to to put it fully away. And let's be honest, he used baseball as a bargaining chip anyway because of who held his rights. <laughs> he did not want to be seen in, uh, in uh, Popsicle Orange, Tampa no Bay.
1: I am not going down there.
0: Nope. Hugh Culverhouse was was an awful owner of that franchise, and, and yeah, there was no way that Bo was going to be a part of that.
1: Mm. Good choice.
0: It, yes, it was a great choice. <laughs> it was a tremendous choice, but then he winds up with the Raiders, and that's a whole other matter that just is heartbreaking, Ugh. if you're a Royals fan. There's There's not one thing that you can pinpoint and say... You know, it's not like the the Red Sox and the Jinx of Babe Ruth. You can't put one thing on it. (laughs) But it's just mismanagement and missteps and miscues and stupid ideas. And the the trust was one of the worst ideas ever in that they let it linger for a decade. (sighs) And about the time that you think the franchise is back on track... And doing things right, no. 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 No.
1: No. Just a a blip. Just a blip and uh, otherwise horrible run. It's just two years here to to make you feel good and then, nah, we're done.
0: It just breaks my heart. It's nowhere near the well-oiled machine that I grew up with.
1: No. Not even close. It's it's a machine that hasn't been oiled, and has been run, has been revved up, and now the, everything's dry. And there's a huge knock on the engine, and there's smoke coming out of it. And somebody's fanning it, going, "It's fine. Just put it in another car, and take it out of this other out of this car, and put it in another car downtown, and it'll be fine."
0: Seventy losses. Oof. Oh, and by the way, let's just throw a rookie pitcher out tonight in Yankee Stadium while we're <laughs> yeah. at it, for crying out loud.
1: I, I, it's, it's funny that you like, the first time that's been this fast to 70 losses, there have been some horrible Royals teams, and they still didn't get to 70 losses this early. That's something.
0: The only, The only bright spot out of all this is that the franchise that left Kansas City to bring us the Royals are the team that's worse. Yeah. And, oh, by the way, they're looking at the third, fourth move of their lifetime. Jeez. Fourth move of their lifetime. <sighs> okay. Royals baseball coming up at 530 <laughs> tonight here on K-Man from the Bronx Yankee Stadium. Dream with me. Just remember the Hello. old days. We'll look at it at that and go on. <laughs> Dave's going to ask us anything when we continue.
1: 15, 50 k man. Um, today's question: Do you remember your first cell phone? And what do you remember about your first cell phone? Bag phone. Nice, the one with the numbers on the back or not the front? I guess. Mm-hmm,
0: yeah. Uh, and uh, to do that to to get my first cell phone, I had to drive from Hiawatha to Atchison to go to the Verizon store. <laughs>
1: And even then that they were like i don't know we'll have to special order this thing
0: no it wasn't that bad ah,
1: i was in there and you know i was always really impressed with the bag phones that had a leather bag <laughs> i always thought man this is fancy you look like a businessman <laughs> um, i had of course the nokia indestructible nokia that i mean all it did the faceplate would come up yes and that was like too cool. You can get different colors. You can get glossy colored ones. Mm -hmm. Whatever you want, man. Whatever you want. Customizable.
0: You know, it's funny to realize that I went from bag phone to the indestructible Nokia (laughs) to a Blackberry.
1: Yeah. Crackberries, man. Oh, I love mine.
0: And when you realize that progression to then where we are That's now crazy. I mean crazy. It has sped up like a mother Insane Comparatively, it's unreal Do you remember your first celly?
2: I had a flip phone from like third grade yeah. To yeah, like I want to say fifth or sixth And then I got had two crappy Maybe even three crappy Android Straight talk phones And then I finally got an iPhone Like my sophomore year of high school
1: Wow I, had to, I, I was 18 before I got anything and even then it was like okay emergencies only and don't have anybody call you before 9 p.m. <laughs> well <laughs> free nights and weekends
0: baby I, I, the fact that i had the bag phone was because i you know was literally in my first job
1: <laughs> yeah yeah
0: my first like, full time job so let's not even go there when you talk about high school it's
1: like hey man
0: we still had the phone hanging on the wall at home when i was in <laughs> high school thank you very much <laughs>
1: Wait, what's that? Yeah, right. It's a relic from a time of yore. Oh Avocado green. Ooh, and it was was it the rotary?
0: Yes. Yes. Matched the fridge.
1: Of course. But you know what's funny? That fridge somewhere is still working.
0: That's frightening. <laughs> that General May- Motors made fridge is so <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we've got a uh, refrigerator line now.
1: Um, do you self-check out or do you avoid that
0: at all costs? Travion, you want to tip him off?
2: You do you use it when there's a line, and otherwise he'll use it, he won't use it. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But David She will come in the store, and he'll just walk right over to the self checkout like I'm not there. Man. I,
1: I'm just amazed at a, a gas station you can use self checkout. Ah, yeah, blows my mind.
0: The, the, the irony of you asking that question <laughs> yeah. when when we have the gentleman who sees us every morning. <laughs> Sitting at the control
2: board. He
1: got mad at me the first time I used it. He's like, what the? Take away my job, man. I said, yeah, dude, get ready. The robots. I personally
2: love that we have self-checkout now because, you know, yes. less stress on me. It well, is a
1: little bit less stress on you, and that's what we're here for. You
0: don't have to hustle all the way across the store to have to help
2: someone at the counter. Yes, but some people will still just be like standing. They'll wait for you. Oh, wait. yeah. I'm like, if you have card, use a self-checkout. <laughs> Lottery ticket buyers <laughs> Yes
1: Which is crazy That that's got a A machine now Yes You know like That's got a, a, a That blows my mind Because back in the day You couldn't even use Your debit card For, for, for tickets
2: I think it's it's i there's some things i don't like about it because that's one thing like there's no restriction with it i think a kid could like you know go up and buy a bunch of lottery tickets if they absolutely wanted to right you know
1: what if a bunch of his friends stood in front of him and then he kind of kneeled down and did it you wouldn't even know right you know
2: Mm. so i don't know kids that that
1: was free advice from uncle dave Build a wall in front of Travion.
2: Now, if they just brought cigarette vending machines back, then I wouldn't have to move ever.
1: <laughs> pull the cor- pull the thing. Pull it. Pull it. Ka-chonk. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: God. T- talking about serious old school at that point. <laughs> By the way, the new conspiracy theory? Smoking is good for you. They're just trying to tax you.
1: Wait a minute. I'm not kidding.
0: I am (laughs) not kidding. Someone has pulled that one out of their backside to try to sell as a conspiracy (laughs) theory now. (sighs) Royals are up next. It's the Royals and Yankees tonight on K-Man. We're back at it Monday afternoon at 4, the game on K-Man. Have a good weekend, everyone.